You know, I still do really like that intro. <laughs> I do too. Now you want to get rid of it. Well, ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so in case you're wondering, this is Anne and my sister Lily from Knobbrook. And sitting beside us is Justin or what we like to, who we like to call JC. And scratching the wax up there is Dwayne, our, uh, our podcast producer. Hi, Dwayne. Hey. <laughs> Excellent. We're, uh, it's 2011 and we are back. We did a big season last year, two, two episodes. Two we, did a, we attempted a third, but I had a, a dental crisis <laughs> that had to be seen to, you know, urgently. And it was over since, you know, as if they can do it without me. We couldn't. We couldn't. It was we impossible. We no. tried. Our idol was fall- had yeah. fallen. Yeah. yeah. Gone. I, you know, have that effect. Yeah. So I like to think I do. And anyway. is, I guess, Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. You know, the I episode. George. George. Elaine. George. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> <A> George. <laughs> no, Lily's more George. Yeah, that's true. She's Hang more, on. I'm kind You're of more lo- neurotic than anybody, yeah, Lil. that's true. Anyone um, in the world or anyone well, in this room? Anyone in Seinfeld? In land. <laughs> I'm probably a cross between Kramer and Elaine. A little bit yes, more animated. you probably yeah. dance like Elaine. Like Elaine. I yeah. love that dance. Oh, it's a good but dance. But I come into a room like Unannounced Kramer. Unannounced. Yeah, and, yeah. With a bad hairstyle. Yeah. yeah but a good me. tan. And remember the episode of Kramer's tan? No. <laughs> What was that one? <laughs> he, got, he went orange. Oh, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I like when orange. he fell asleep in his um, jacuzzi yes, and it went cold. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, tonight we're going to sit down and take a look at 2010 uh, in the old music world and talk shit about it, basically. Um, Lil, anything to add to that? You agree? Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> I, was, I was actually sitting here thinking. Took the words right out of your I mouth. was thinking when you said 2010, <laughs> looking back at retrospective, I thought 2010 was shit. It was. As far as I'm concerned. It was. It was bollocks. And part of the reason uh, we only got two episodes done last year is because of a... Well, I mean, it's not often you get to say you have a family crisis and actually mean it. <laughs> mm. um, but and not just, you know... Uh, the car crashed, no. you know. Or, you know, uh, broke up with my boyfriend. No. No. This is, a this big is one. real. This is a big one. It was an ugly one. And it still is ugly. Yeah. So, you know, you here's gonna... what we're talking about is our, our mum got cancer. and um, So if you've got cancer, we feel your pain, even though we don't have cancer. Or but if you know someone or probably love someone. More, so yeah. A loved one with yeah. cancer um, is bollocks. It sucks, basically. And it's um, eaten into a lot of Nobrock time, which, uh, you know, the storm has passed. And, you know, 2011 is here. And on that note, let's move on to funnier things. Definitely. Well, it's not really funny cancer, is it? Not even... It can be well, used let's move for on to two funny things. Two funny, funny things, yeah. not funnier. Yeah, 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 I agree. Clarify. Um, just before we begin, I just want to uh, go through all of our, you know, social networking crap. Um, of course, we have our website, nonbrook.net. If you haven't been there, go there now. 
Um, and or if you, you might already be there if you're listening to this because you could be listening to it via the site. Um, if not, you can listen to this uh, podcast series on Jellycast by searching Knobrock. You can tweet us, um, you know, twitter.com forward slash Knobrock. Follow us. Follow us. All the links. Well, you know what? Go to the links. All the links are on the Knobrock site, you know? So knobrock.net is all you have to do. Always the same. It's simple. Probably don't visit us at MySpace because we don't know what's going on there. Is MySpace staying? Is it not? Do you still have one or do you care? It's nobody's space at the moment. To be honest, honest, I don't care. You don't? Uh, No. No. So I, know, I, I can't remember the last time I went there. Well, I can tell you that our last uh, comment came 146 days ago. So that's mm. just that's telling. Shows it's a you, telling it shows you. tale, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's a tale of no cities, that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of intros, which you were earlier, <laughs> uh, we are... Now it's 2011. We are looking for a new intro song to the podcast. So if anybody... Well, can I just add, we've, we've been searching all the royalty-free sites for relatively cheap music. Like, you know. And nothing is grabbing us. And then Justin thought... I thought, let's get a competition for our listeners to yeah. come up with something half-decent so, and new and... And heavy brilliant. and knob rock. And brilliant. Yes. And brilliant. Yeah, it Just would have it, to be. Yeah. No crap. There's Please. no crap. Send you us, know. send us, you know, write something. If it's crap, we'll decide. Yeah. So, you know. And if it's crap, we won't respond to it. Yeah. Yeah. But still, we'll, we'll respond. We might we'll play just say it thanks. if it's crap. If it's, we'll play thanks it. Thanks for your song. Don't call us. We'll call you. Or, or we'll um, have a laugh about it on, on air. air. On air. Or we might play we all of the candidates give, yeah. on air. Mm. How's that? We might that? give them an airing, yeah. but only to pay them out, yeah. which is quite good. We might actually, we'll, we'll pick one to be the intro song, and then we'll do... The worst five, the losers. <laughs> and there'll be a winner of the, the losers. losers, like the lo- a Miss Congeniality type thing, kind of, like a the runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. No... If, if the other guy wasn't so brilliant, you would get it, but we'd have a little bit of a pout. Mm. Mm. Like we really didn't want that. Yeah, but hey, we're going to give it. We're going to acknowledge you. Yeah, yeah. we so will acknowledge it, you. If it was a school project, they'd come nowhere near the top. They'd win no ribbons. Mm-mm. No one would even look at them. But I think with this one, they will get a ribbon. I think that ribbons are an important part of competition. Okay. Well, and let's not say who, what the prizes are. Let's give some incentives. Keep it close to our chest, you yeah. reckon? Yeah. Some incentives. So if you'd like to write us an intro, um, send us an email with a link to that intro at uh, podcast at knobrock.net and uh, in the meantime we'll speak to our lawyers and work out how we're going to do this the other thing um there's just one more thing that we'd like. I'd like to introduce to you. It's a bit of a surprise to the other two. They don't Ooh, know. I like surprises. But we're going to offer ourselves on this podcast in 2011 a, a bit like a Dear Abby type thing. Okay. Ooh. Now, so. Twist. 
Justin, myself and Lily like to think of ourselves as worldly. Worldly. Helpers. Experienced. Mother Teresa types. Mm. Empathetic. Empathetic. Pathetic as well. Yes. Great word. (laughs) Great word. And if you have a problem, be it real, serious or bogus. Or imagined. Or you're just a really clever clever writer and you can come up with something absolutely ludicrous that we would like to... uh, uh, share on air, we will offer you our uh, sincere advice on that situation. Maybe, kind of, maybe even a prize. Would, would you go <laughs> there with are also going to be prizes. Ribbons? We have got so many prizes, <laughs> so many prizes to give out. It's not funny. Would you call us the Dr. Phil of the Knob Rock set? Is that as far as you'd go with that or... Uh, well, I reckon Lily's more of Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Mm. I, when I was growing up. Not Ozzy Osbourne. Speaking no. of. No. Oh, Dr. Dr. Oz from uh, Dr. Oprah. Dr. Oz show. Yeah, got yeah. it. When I was growing up and, and our cousin used to call me Dr. Leon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. That, I'll tell you why. That story's awkward Because already. I've, always, I've <laughs> always been into um, medicine. medicine, right? <laughs> and they <laughs> thought I looked like a man. Day. We didn't say to your face that you look like a man. It was more yeah, as you that, turn the corner and without, you know, you weren't within earshot. Still within earshot. <laughs> doesn't she still look like a man? <laughs> She's so, a great cheap pity Dr. she looks Leon, like a man. <laughs> is there any wonder? Is there any wonder why? But, you know, you almost need like a series of movies named after you. So Dr. Leon and the Medicine Cabinet or That's Dr. Leon Ooh, and, like the, and the Torch Trilogy. That can be you know, your, you need that yeah, kind of That thing. can be your Passion and Warfare yeah. album mm, when you're Dr. shredding. Dr. Leon oh, and the yeah. Medicine Cabinet. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would be trying to steal from you. So, anyway... Send us an email with a problem and we'll fucking fix it. Are we back there, are we? That was a long way back. (laughs) Podcast at knobrock.net. Peace. Okay, um, listen, uh, this, wasn't a, this was a late, uh, uh, late addition to our list tonight. Um, many of us um, know that, well, actually not many. It's, I mean, who gives a shit about the Golden Globes anyway? The reason it's... Oh, um, but hold on. Mm. Why have we given a shit about the Golden Globes? Because of Ricky Gervais. Bingo! Ricky hosted uh, the Golden Globes and delivered a series of scathing but hilarious uh, monologues, Mm -hmm. ripping the shit out of Hollywood. By Hollywood, I mean, that's quite generalised, but he was bringing lawyers and agents and directors and actors, all in Scientologists. He even got religious. He didn't even... No stone was left unturned in Ricky's diatribe, was it? Well... Oh, I was just going to say, and the and I, I've been trying to think what they called the the people who uh, see the no, voters. No, the the committees who the, were taking the bribes. Oh, the bribes! Oh, yeah, takers. yeah, the uh, uh, um, the um, the officials, the, bodies, the, the, the officials, yeah, the officials. official bodies, yeah. the or body, body, like the AOC, <laughs> but of the. 
filmic community. Yeah, no, a li- not. So let's like just say, it's not, it wasn't lots guild. of bodies it everywhere. It wasn't the guild. Hollywood foreign press is what oh, they call it. Press. Oh, I knew That's I'd it. get it. That yeah. shite reminds me of me yeah. all the time. And we just want to extend because you know we do host our site on Jellycast because of Ricky Gervais, um, but we just want to say. Right on, Rick. Mm. Right, right on. on. Yeah. We love what you did, as did, you it know. It was brilliant. A lot of I, You know what? I think that the producers all loved it too. Yeah. Well, they, they he said he will not do another one, mm. which is kind of, I think. <laughs> we'll take that as red. Yeah. yeah. He's I, in Dave Letterman. Remember when he yeah, did the Oscars? Yeah, and, no one liked that. No, no. But, but I think um, the Hollywood Idol mystique has now been chipped away to such an extent that people are kind I of... I think it's over. I think, yes. he's, well, I think, I think he crashed through See, it. have you, either of you read his blog today? No. No. Yeah. We don't love him that no, much. No, because we well, have time I to have. do other things. And, so. and he said it's not as bad as everyone thinks. Um, what wasn't as bad as everyone He wasn't, thinks? you know, taken to one side... During the show, he was, miss, he was missing Whatever. for an hour. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. It, 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 he was saying it's not as bad as what people. Think. I just thought it was an amazing way to encapsulate the bullshit that goes on. I mean, you know, those award ceremonies. You watch it for fashion. Fashion. And that's you it. watch it to see who's looking pretty and who's had the most Botox and who, who looks didn't the thank least, Jesus. Who looks the least like themselves from last year, mm. which is great. But you know, you've also got to have that negative. Well, not negative. That, it's that the side opposite. that actually... The cynical side. The, the, yeah, the yin and the yang. And mm. he just provided the other side that, that says, listen, you know, you're all Really? Big fat, Come on. You're all big Come fat on. wankers like everyone is. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I like the way he had a pint called. of beer on his... On his was podium. that beer, was yeah. it? I yeah. think it was scotch. No, oh, it could have been. Oh, no, I he's just, a, no, he's a big beer drinker. Yeah. But then they went after him and said that, you know, he, he used to be a... A slightly overweight man who was yeah. sympathetic to actors, and now he's become the exact opposite. And I just he was no, nice. what a load of shit. What's watch extras? Yeah, extras was totally. He's English, you know. and, and if you watch any of his stand-up comedy, and most of all, you get to hear he, he, who Ricky is on his podcasts, mm. and. Um, he, he is ultimately a really good person, a nice person. He just tells it like it he is. He tells it as it is. And, and we're all thinking it. Only people that were fearful would actually take offence to that. Like mm-hmm. Eva Longoria or oh, Angelina Jolie. Well, look, I mean, if, you, if you're telling someone that no one saw their movie and no one did, what are you saying? You're just saying the truth. There's yeah. no, there's no offence in that, is no. there? It's like saying you're an ugly fat cow. You know, if you that's know what that you are... There's some truth to it. Yeah. Like, you can't be that offensive. <laughs> If, that's if you're you unattractive are. and overweight and you resemble cattle... And you have udders, yeah. then call then, it. You yeah. have to call it. Say you know? it, yeah. accept it, so move I, on from it. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that I liked about it best was that he made me smile through the whole thing. I didn't feel like I was being... Um, manipulated by some writer behind the scenes, and yeah. he called it as exactly mm. exactly as it should have been, and it was just natural. See, I had it on, and I only watched his bits. when he was on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not his bits. Yeah, I did look at his bits. <laughs> he was behind the podium. Yeah, yeah. and he had a suit on. Surprisingly, not made by me, but still. Yeah, one day, one day, one day, one day we'll be there. Oh so, yeah, no, sure. but I just love the way that he called it, and he made me feel 
like warm and fuzzy. No, he made me feel like God. You know, that would be that would be an amazing gig. Instead of feeling like, oh my God, could you imagine being chosen for something that's yeah. shit? I just, yeah, I think he. You know, he is, made put cool back into just, it. I think. Yeah, if I was him, I would even if I was going to into an office to be screamed at and threatened with suing or whatever, I would just be kicking my heels, going in like Gene Kelly. I'd be. Dancing while they were, you know, and everything that they quoted from me, I'd say that one was brilliant. Yeah. I wasn't so happy that the timing wasn't quite <laughs> well, right. Hang on, you wrote that one. Yeah. And that failed. <laughs> it was so good. right on, Ricky. Right on. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Tip of approval. Welcome back, punters. On that note, let's get into just how much rock and roll rocked and sucked ass, and we will also reveal who is knob rocked and knob of the year. All right, so now I just want to start this by, start this by saying, sorry, I was, I'm drinking tonight. Actually, we all are. We're so except Lily, she's tiddling. drinking chamomile, ginger, ginger, ginger tea, gin, tea. So forget the ger. According to astrologers, 2010 wasn't all that well aligned, um, prompting a lot of dramas, failures, and, of course, my favourite epic fails. So what we're going to do is talk about uh, our favourite, our top five favourite moments uh, in rock and metal for... Car crash moments. Car crash moments. For uh, 2010, that was a shit year, according to everyone. Mm. Including... In, um, Me. People. Things. Yeah. Places. Countries. <laughs> governments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Just general. Yeah. Roundabout. It was rubbish. Yeah. It was rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> let's start with number five. Uh, we've got Vince Neil <clears throat> um, performing <laughs> on Celebrities on Ice. We don't mean celebrities on methamphetamines. <laughs> we mean we've got plenty of that at the Golden Globes. Um, but we've got what we mean is that he learned how to ice skate pretty badly. And, you know, we went on there with a straight face. Did it? Was that as. I mean, what I, I, when I watched it, I thought. Ah, oh, are you having the last laugh here, or yeah, is it, are you that much of a dog? idiot? Can I tell you what really pissed me off about that? And I don't really follow metal. Everyone knows I don't follow metal that much. Mm. I follow it a little mm-hmm. bit. You follow to, me. Yeah, I yeah. follow you who follows metal. Yeah, so, so it's like three bias, way. So it's by association. By association. Yeah. 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 But what pissed me off about that was that. Celebrities on Ice is probably the worst of all the reality show competitions. Like, yeah. just, you know that it is. Like, yep. anything on Ice, Disney on Ice, you know, it's a poor fellow to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Crap. Yeah. Yeah. Who goes and sees it? No well, one. I went and saw it when of I was course, uh, but that's... nine. You know what? It was rubbish. Yeah, rubbish. I remember Dad was like, you know... Looking at his watch yeah. and, you know, thinking, great. Poorly, poorly performed. And yeah. Australians, we don't even know what ice is. We don't care. No, no. And, and did perform down at the ice arena. Which is a poor, poor yeah. place. Anyway, yeah. 
We love, we love the ice arena. What pisses me off about that was like, you know, oh, here he comes, I'm a heavy metal guy, you know, I'm so fucking cool. Like, um, with my cool bob, yeah, blonde I've got so hair, many hair. chicks around me when I was younger, you know, no one could touch me, I'm the best. But here I am on Celebrities on Ice. I'm <laughs> the crappiest show in the world. Yeah. Why Hang am on I trading all my cool points for being an absolute dorkazoid? Nikki gets to have his own radio show, release like books that are really good. He's turned to quite an accomplished photographer. Mm. Um, you know, Tommy's got a band with a modicum of success. Don't Nikki's a fashion label. Nikki's also got a fashion label and makes kind of cool clothes. Yeah, they are. Okay, so wear. what can I do to be as cool as Nikki? I've got it. I've got it. I Ice skate. Yeah. Ice skate. Fucking Nikki can't do that, can he? No. No. And nor would he want to. No, I think that's yeah. more the point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't it, think Vince thought it through to would Nicky. He do would it? have been better off doing something that Nicky was already doing, like writing a biography. We did that. Like celebrities on ice who fashion design, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little twist like that. Twist. In fairness to Vince, he does own an airline um, and a few tattoo parlors in Vegas. It's okay. still not as cool as photography it's not, and, and it's not uh, philanthropy. Him, and it's and not fashion. getting him into, you know, television or... Well, it's getting, it's getting him into tropical shirts and gold chains. Well, I think, you he's, know? One, I think he's one shopping trip away from an Ed Hardy store. Oh, I've seen him in Ed Hardy. And that just... On um, Pimp, Pimp My Ride. Well, there you go. I mean, his Ride Pimp too. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. And I just think, like... Okay, so you've had your time at the top, you had your fun, you had your pick of the chicks, you had your yeah. top of the pops, mm-hmm. so you leave should it leave, it there. Leave, leave it there. there. leave it there. Leave it You're there. You're all right. If you've got an airline, you're probably doing yeah. all right. Because probably doing pretty good. I mm. think your time and free ta- Tattoos are popular. Popular. Yeah. Vegas yeah. is popular. Popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that maybe he should have just get while the good going was good, you know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Like, But now he looks like... He looks like he's, he's, he's just after fame for fame's sake. Well, he might that's as well the, do the Brady Bunch on ice. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, that's how ridiculous and ludicrous that thing is. And it, it, it really destroyed me as a fame watcher. <laughs> really hurt me. Hurt you, did it? It hurt me deeply to see him that way. And the judges, you know, called his performance... Um, very masculine. And right. if you watch the pictures, you no, just see... I didn't see masculine there. Well, what you Did see you is... I saw uh, out see, of depth. Well, yeah. what you see is a drowning a, man. A, a man in lycra who should never have sad worn man. lycra. Sad Ever. Not never. even back in Not 86. In day, yeah. no, no. He had his shot at it. He missed it. And you can't go back, is yeah. what I'm saying. So he's trying to reclaim the lycra. Yeah. And in the wrong anyway, period. Yeah. Anyway. So it destroyed me on very many levels. But mm-hmm. when I saw that photo opportunity of him and his dance partner nothing but stupidity came to mind you know yeah. and all the stuff that he'd done when he was young had like been obliterated you know 10 year old kids oh, are now thinking, oh, iconic oh, band good, yeah well, 10 year old kids are now thinking that he's a dancing on ice guy yeah, yeah. who you is know? this douche oh, who is this on dancing crazy on ice crackpot. Yeah, i think it's who's, Vince Neil. who's he or is he la- or, oh, yeah or is he like the christmas ham stuffed <laughs> into like you know lycra that's i just think hmm. you know you had your shot leave it at that yeah and yeah. um Enough said, really, about Vince. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Or Greg, or whatever his name is, you know? Vince. Generic. Yeah. Vince. Yeah. Right. Vince. We'll call him Vince for you know, the purpose <laughs> of this podcast. All right, so um, number four. Um, 
Anthrax. Now, they had another big year in the press, not much anywhere else. Can I just say, though, Mm. any person with an X in their name... Doesn't work. I know. Just saying. Well, except for Nicky Six. He's got two... Totally well, negating everything I just said. Thanks, yeah. Lily. That's yeah. great. So Nikki Six and in excess. All right, well, so we'll just move on. scrub that off. Yeah. So Anthrax, Weak. cool name with the X. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, if we do, I just want to take everybody back to July 2009. This is uh, Anthrax announced that uh, Dan Nelson, who very few people would probably know now, but anyway, he became the singer of Anthrax for a little while and I don't know. The rumours are he defecated on Frank Bello's back and was kicked out. We don't know if that's true or not, but we love... What I think story. that goes it's down. A story. What if a it's true. Story. If I was going to get kicked out of a band... You'd want to do it for that time. It would. It, I'd love it for it to be something like that. In that story, Not just though. because you have not a laugh, but... But because <laughs> well, who's re- laughing at that? If, let's mean, pretend when, it's true. Who when, is, when you say someone's shitting all over you... You don't necessarily think that that's going to be the case, do yeah. you? You don't no. think that's going to really play out in like reality. I feel like I'm being shitted on. Yeah. Or shat. Shat, shat on. <laughs> well, like shitted, but yeah, we'll yeah. go with your perfect No, no, grammar, no we can use shitted. We? I always think that it is shitted. Yeah. Um, according to the Oxford Dictionary, there is no shat. No. Shat, you know, I mean. Past tense. Yeah. Yeah. Shitting is something that you do right in, at that moment. That you're yeah, doing. It's visceral. Yeah. It has, you know, energy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Why don't we look that up for the uh, we will. We'll for the bring next it up podcast. Next, next Why don't we podcast. ask people yeah. to look that up look for it up, us, inbox send us, send it and in tell us what you... Is it shat or, or shitted? Is it, or is it shot or shaped or... or shaped. I don't know. So. I mean, you've brought something up here <laughs> and I don't know the answer. Well, yeah. anyway, do you want to be the shitty or the shitor in that story? Just, I just want to know because... I absolutely would have to be the shitor. Yeah. There is... If someone... Did a shit on me. <laughs> oh, There's, I think I would go to the place that maybe those two Columbine guys did really? like, as they walked into the school. I believe that is possible. So what would you rather just... be shat on mm. or vomited on? Uh, I've been vomited, vomited on. on. And I vomited on girls some, at nightclubs all the time. By someone you don't know? Yeah, remember I was at the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And someone vomited from a oh, ride right. and landed on my face. <laughs> It was a, it was a drop. It, wasn't it like was a like a, it was down. a, like that. So it was like five cents. Yeah, a good whiff. It was, well, yeah. But you did not kick them out of your band that you were forming, did I you? I would have. You would have if they did. I would have been really cross with them, and I would have made them drive me everywhere for but a long time. Defecating on someone of, of your own band as low member, as you can as go, isn't it? Especially with get. somebody as iconic as Frank Bello. Yeah. You know, if you're in a stupid new band, you know, like yeah. I don't know. What must have come to play <laughs> shortly before that poo bands. came out? What were they doing that he had a poo ready and able yeah, to go? Did he, Do you know what I mean? Well, when like, did, he, did he have gastro and he, know, he had nowhere to go? And, and maybe he thought, was got caught in the crossfire. back is there. He got caught in the crossfire. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. But, okay, so you take a shit on Frank's back, right? And then you take, remove that person from the equation. Not you, like, you know, you, you don't. So this not guy, me, he, I shits on, he shits on, he shits on Frank's back and then Frank wakes up and finds, like, wh- what is going through Frank's head? Is it the head? smell first? 
Dampness on your back, like, a weighty it, dampness. It reminds me of that scene from The Hangover. Did you discover the line first that was in your bathroom? Did you, you know, mm. what was it that you discovered first? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I, so. Well, I have. So oh, I knew well, I about what that. the tiger in the bathroom. And I caught it a line, yeah. which wasn't real, but yeah, that's okay. Because you haven't seen it, probably. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> say, YouTube. <laughs> what did Frank feel about that? <clears throat> right in if you know what Frank or if you Frank felt, Frank, Frank, what, what, Frank Frank does it you know like let's let's just cut the mustard yeah and just go for tell us what you felt when you were defecated or if discovered you were, if, if you, you were, were defecated yeah, if we you were defecated on and what would if you were what would you have discovered can first? I just also add that this isn't part of the story oh this, is, this, is, this isn't even the answer. this doesn't story. even appear on our program <laughs> So oh, we'll still be here in the morning, Brian. The, the actual, the, the real story is that, so they lost Dan Nelson for whatever reason and they, you know, were in a bit of a bind. They had the big four coming up and, you know, all that crap. And so they decided to ask John Bush to fill in for a few Sonosphere shows, which he agreed to do. And then Anthrax started talking about John being back in the band. Um... But in May of this year, around about, John... Well, last year. Last year, sorry. Um, John was gone. Um, but guess who's back? Joey Belladonna. Mm. Press conference is called Joey's Back, you know. Not the original singer, the 17th singer that came in in 1980... Was it 83 or something like that? How um, long was I think it might have been earlier. Well, he was, he was in Anthrax for their height of success oh, really? through okay. the 80s and until... Wasn't the longest serving. singer serving, yeah, but, but... But obviously riding on someone's coattails, you would say? No, 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 right. no, 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 take that back, no. take that back. Don't talk about that. Don't say don't, that. I don't know. Don't, I don't know. Don't I was just listening. asking. Yeah. I was asking. Yeah, I know, like and I can see your inquisitive face. Yeah. And you took a punt, you went for it, and if... It failed a little bit. It wasn't an epic fail. No, I wouldn't call it. See, epic. I did that to demonstrate what to our knobcast podcast people the yeah. difference between the it. difference between epic and just a normal fail. Yeah, that yeah. was normal. Yeah, drop in the ocean type fail. Yeah, these next people. So all epic. Yeah, all of that's fine with us. As you know, any as Anthrax fans can debate it all they like. But at the end of the day, we're all yeah. If Joey's back, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You know. Good. If, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's good. You like it? Without going into the history, let's just say let's just take we it as read that we were happy. We did yeah. it last time. Yeah. Um, now all that's fine, except that when John Bush temporarily rejoined, Scott Ian went on record saying, uh, "Well, he was comparing John and Joey's voices." And said, we needed a lion and not a mouse, um, <clears throat> which was, um, I don't know, said on VH1 or something. Anyway, stupid comment to make, especially, um, you know, maybe in hindsight, shouldn't have said that since he had to go out and ask <laughs> Joey back when John left. Joey the mouse. Mouse. <laughs> so the lion decides to leave. And they're going, oh, well, shit, you know, Sonosphere, the big four, Metallica. We need a you know, singer. We need Megadeth, Slayer and us. Ooh, we need someone. Let's The mouse. The mouse. Let's get the mouse back. First one Better in the than nothing. After all, he was the best. And So you say. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying so you say. So I think so. 
you know, that was probably the most long-winded story anyone has ever heard. <laughs> but our point is that at number four is anthrax. I'm not going to, th- you know, this, we'll be fair and we're not going to, you know, line up any specific member of anthrax. But dumb mm. move, stop talking in the press about things like that. And you're at number four of the biggest car crashes of 2010. Yep. Deserved. So, right, on to number three, we've got Axl Rose and his tardiness. Now, in 2010, uh, Axel took out Guns N' Roses, and I'm, I'm using the quotation gesture here because, I mean, let's face it, how Guns N' Roses is Guns N' Roses these days. There's one member, there's no sound that's relatable to the original Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. um, and they've delivered one album in 13 years, and... Um, I think they should be speaks. in the where are they now pile. They should. They where should. was their sound? Because <laughs> we know where they are. Where is their sound? Well, their sound is with Slash at yeah. Soundwave next month. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's their sound. That's so their sound. There you go. Yeah. So that's. So anyway, um, Guns N' Roses got into a bit of hot water um, throughout England last year when they did a tour and. I guess if you averaged out the lateness of every show throughout England or throughout Britain, probably be probably sit around maybe an hour and ten minutes. But if you take each shows, there were some that were two hours. Some you know, you know the law of averages and yeah. shit. Yeah. So um, Axel was eventually fined by uh, the promoter over in in America in England. Sorry and decided to sack all of his crew because of it, but then rehired them again, I heard. Mm. Um, then they toured Australia and did the same thing, this lateness. Like, apparently it was all out of his hands in England, even though he's got, you know, about a 25-year career of coming on late. late but yeah. none but of them time, have been his fault. But this none. Time, it wasn't his... This was, this in England, it was wasn't. definitely not his mm. fault. No. So, and then, anyway, so he toured Australia in November last year, which we didn't go to because, frankly, we fucking can't stand Guns N' Roses. But um, I think Dwayne again. went, though. Dwayne, did you go? <laughs> <laughs> See, so we're all in agreement here. It's agreed. It's agreed. I do like Paradise City. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, uh, that's about it. Yeah. But I like Cheryl Crow's version of Sweet Child of Mine. Mm. Sue me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Better voice, for starters. Mm. <laughs> um, so, anyway, come out to Australia, play late shows. Then lip-syncing lip came into it, which, you know, is neither here nor there, really. You know. Lip-syncing? Yeah, apparently, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He kept pulling his mic away from his face and lyrics were continuing on, unless he had, like, the longest sustain on a, on a microphone ever. Um, Whatever, but yeah. the the issue is that Axel is late, and it's never his fault. And I put it to you, Axel, it is all your fault. You are a big ginger drama queen. You're fat. Lose some weight. You wear braids. Hello, like how 1994. They'll um, be back. They'll be back. In 94, if you went to Bali, maybe on your trip back, you think, oh, I'll put some braids because I want people to know I've gone somewhere. And yeah. I, I just also want to put it to you, Axel. Three and a half hour shows are boring as shit. Like, 
I'm, you know, I saw Metallica. Lil, Lil saw Metallica. So did Dwayne. He was there. Were they? Did they play long enough for you? Very yep. much Yeah. Yep. And it was what two hours? Two hours, with yep. including the encores. Yep. That's fine. I'm happy with that. It's a that. good show. Two hours is yeah. good. Three and a half. I don't care if you've got a 19 piece band. No one, not all of them, have to do a solo. <laughs> right? None actually. I don't like solos. I'm, I'm not a fan of solos. If what I have to choose one, I would go with drum solos. Yeah, I was just okay. going to say, I, I, I don't mind a good drum solo. But guitar solos, it's just like, oh, let's have someone come out and masturbate on stage <laughs> yeah. and see how far yeah. you, know, you can go with it. Hmm. Never it's not, thought of it like yeah. that. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe I'm being, you know, finicky or just being a tool. You know, I don't care. But Axel is, I love the feedback that you two are giving on this one. Well, you're so you're, passionate yeah, about you're it. Really it's almost in the zone. like it's almost like there is no way <laughs> to no get. There's nowhere to it's kind like, of jump in. Is like, well, there is. Well, jump in, jump in right now. But it reminds me of that scene in The Exorcist when she's spinning around. Like what other Her actors could get? Around, what other actors could, could get, get a look like scene? A, like they were just all helpless onlookers. That's what we yeah, are you're in the this protagonist. Field. You are the one, the no major star. And you kind of agree with what I'm saying. Well, I'd jump in if I didn't agree with you. Yeah. All right. Good point. Agree. So actually. We all think that you Our silence means that we're all in consensus. Do you know what he is? He is a buffoon. Buffoon. Mm -hmm. You don't hear that word very often. It's not enough. Good use. Mm -hmm. Mm, I like like it. it. Number uh, two, Lily. So, so number two and one, well, it's a two-part epic fail. And uh, what we're talking about is Mike Portnoy. Portnoy. Portnoy Mike. Mike Portnoy <laughs> leaving Dream Theatre to join Avenged Sevenfold. Can I, can I just, just stop was there for a sec? Mm-hmm. Dumb. Yeah. So instantly. That was that was his that was mistake. That's like Jeff, number one. Jeff Tate, who's the leader of uh, Queen's right, leaving and joining some random group. Some random like from Melbourne or something. Yeah. yeah. It's not dumb. Well, Stupid. Really? And probably the rest. Like the rest of the of the was his band. Dream Theater was his band. Mm. He started it. Yeah, and the rest of this, um, which people can't see, it's written in front of me, um, <laughs> <laughs> is probably not as bad as that the number one thing. That yeah. first bit, leaving, leaving Dream Theater, theater for Avenged Sevenfold. To, yeah. So yeah. why don't we just disregard the rest of it and just say that? Because there's another part. <laughs> so Mike Portnoy left Dream Theatre uh, to join Avenged Sevenfold and play drums in place of the Rev, Avenged Sevenfold drummer who died in December 2009 from a drug overdose. Shocking. So Mike Portnoy was very vocal in the media about his departure from Dream Theatre. Well, he caused a bit of a... A bit of a... Uh, hold on. bit of a hoo-ha. hoo-ha. Hold yeah. on. He he started Dream Theatre, yeah, but then was very vocal about departing it. Well, yeah, what's, yeah. that's what's ridiculous because he's yeah he started the band. So what you did oh, was you read ahead <laughs> and took my line. Didn't you? Well, what, what you're assuming is that I've read this before and I took your line, whereas I just took your line. I just yeah. want to put in something that's not there. The Rev's favourite drummer is Mike Portnoy. In fact, Mike Portnoy is probably a Hang lot on, the of Rev's drummers. Dead. I know. Just let me finish. Posthumously. Okay. 
He, well, I'm Go pretty on. sure he mentioned it during his lifetime that he quite liked Mike Portnoy as a drummer. As a lot of drummers do. Mm. He is a very... Even non-drummers. I'm a non-drummer and I think he's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bit, you know, he's got some good chops. I'm a fiddler and I think he's quite good. <laughs> you do fiddle, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> so, so, anyway... I guess Aven- I just wanted sorry, I just wanted to say that Avenge Sevenfold did make it clear that it was a, a a very special time for them to have the Rev's favourite drummer join mm. replace him for a tour. Yeah. And we can all deal with that. I mean, you know, let's we'll let's not speak ill of the dead here. Mm. Um No. 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 So Lily just um I just so yeah, that's all I wanted to say was that, you know, it was special for them to mm-hmm. have Mike. Um, so, yeah, so Mike played drums for Avenged Sevenfold throughout the last half of t- 2010 and mentioned in the press that he would be their drummer indefinitely. But in December 2010, uh, Avenged Sevenfold announced to the press that Mike was no longer drumming for them and Mike in turn asked to go back to Dream Theatre, which... which which was responded to with a resounding no. No, that <laughs> no. Is, that is a, the line there. That is the most it's precious. The, it's of the all. tap line. Yeah, that, the, that's, that's, like, that's like um, spinal tap. It's it's it's. That's art. like asking your mum if you could go back in the family, and her saying no. It's life imitating mm, art. You know, yeah. you, well, you he but he kind of jumped in. Of course, I've yeah, done it again. Yeah. I've done that again. It's right. I've done it again. <laughs> um. You know, any any uh, hardcore metal fan knows that Mike is, you know, he's the dog's bollocks when it comes to drumming, mm. right? And what I want to bring up is what kind of douchers is Avenged Sevenfold for getting rid of one... I mean, it's, you know, one thing for Dream Theatre to say, you know what, no, you know, we've all had a meeting without you. Yeah, it's your band and all, but no, you're not coming back, you big dick, mm. right? But it's another thing... For Avenged Sevenfold, these, you know, five young whippersnappers from California with, you know, emo haircuts and to get rid of one of the most accomplished drummers in modern music. That's Mm. the part I don't get. Is this another... Yeah, but we don't get them at all, really, because (laughs) in so many ways. And again, they come up doing a real doucher Kind of. Uh, this is another douche here. This is where it makes the two and one. <laughs> so in late December, Avenged Sevenfold also announced that they are pulling out of the Soundwave Festival here in Australia because they didn't want to disappoint their fans by not bringing a full stage show. Okay, I just want to call bullshit right there. Mm. Yeah. But keep going. Well, yeah, well, that's all well Because oh, I, I can tell you how many fans get pissed off when they don't get a proper stage show, you know? Especially at a festival. I know. I, I can't tell. I don't go to festivals because, you know, I'm not going to get the full stage show. And, oh, my God, they might have to play during the day. Oh. <laughs> End sarcasm. Sorry. But go the on. actual reason is they were playing at the same time Iron Maiden were playing. Mm-hmm. So did they allude to wanting to swap places with Maiden? We'll never know the truth. Well, according to tweets... There was issue, obviously, tweets from Soundwave and then uh, Blabbermouth published a whole lot of stories and quotes from both the Avenged Sevenfold and Soundwave camp. But apparently um, 
they, well, they wanted to, this, their conditions were that they'd not play during the day um, because they obviously need lights to camouflage the fact that they suck. Mm. <laughs> um, they also need for Iron Maiden not to be on stage at the same time to get they are at least 10 to get people a few to people them. to come and watch them, yeah, and their brilliant light show. Um, do I think they would have agreed to if uh, do I do I think that if Iron Maiden said we'll swap, they would still be on the tour? Yes, I do. I do think that. Yeah, I think they probably would too. Although they sound like drama queens. They, just, they yeah, are. They sound like they're trying to get their own little press following here. Like but all they succeeded with was being... a hell of a lot of bad press. And, are you they, know. Are they the Lindsay Lohan? And they the are. They are. Missing out. One of them probably has, you know, done things, done her. violated her. Yeah. And missing out on this Soundwave festival, it's, the lineup is so good. Well, it's better now that Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, it's, it's well, even go. better. So they've yeah. made room. Maybe that was their one lot in life. Anyway, to make room for better people to come in. Well, mm. the good news is for Avenged Sevenfold fans in Australia, and I'm sure that you know all 19 of you are listening right now, is that Avenged Sevenfold are going to announce dates to come out here uh, sometime in 2011, which you know is, that's just a win-win for everyone, as far as I'm concerned. I know, now, I'm a- Soundwave wins by not having a bunch of you know, oh. cockheads on their tour. And I imagine they're going to bring their full stage show when they're headlining. Exactly. So Will they play at night? Oh, yes. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Or ideally indoors. Indoors. Mm. Indoors, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think that that will um, just please and appease everybody. I'm, I'm really pleased with the outcome, actually, mm. I've got to say. And, and so is um, probably most of Soundwave. Does this scare the shit out of you that this might be the future of rock? No. No. It doesn't scare me at all. No. no. That was that there, was you know that what? was number two and one. Do you know what um, Avenged Sevenfold are to metal of today? What Pretty Boy Floyd were to metal of 1989? Mm. Mm. See, no one in here even knows that name. I, My uh, point exactly. <laughs> so, uh, moving on, we want to talk about the best and worst albums uh, of 2010. We're doing a top two. We've just two, you know. <laughs> we started off with three. Um, I think we started off with five, but we just, you know, couldn't. I couldn't get pumped about five albums. Could I interject here? Well, it was a bad year. Two thousand and ten yeah, wasn't a great overall year. Overall bad. They did ask me, JC, to be a part of this. Um, I've been cut you out, obviously, not with out. this. And the reason well, why I well, think, you didn't tell us. The reason why ours I are think, on here, but the you didn't tell us. The reason why I think I've been cut out of here is because they were going to pay the absolute shit out of me for any of the which choices. You know, for any of the choices which Can I, I just say make. that he did recommend that he he suggested to me one of them, um, that one was, of them was didn't even come out. Best of Bon Jovi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was a joke one. It wasn't. was. It was yeah. a well, joke. Like, one. I, was I like, hope that still wasn't one. We were like around the dinner table, and I said, "What about the best of John Bon Jovi?" And they're like, "Oh." Snorting and <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And now they've cut me out just for that one comment. <laughs> Listeners, do you agree or disagree at their um, total disregard for my musical, obviously amazing musical taste? <laughs> Justin, you would have got a little spot down in the bottom corner with nothing. your... That would have run if we had us, time. If had, you had told us what I, your two I, albums I had, were. I had, some, I had something to give in this situation, but as it stands, I see that I've been written out. I feel a little bit like that guy before that's just been kicked out of his own band. <laughs> Portnoy. You know? And I've asked You've to come back. You've been Portnoyed. I've been Portnoyed yeah, by, by you two. <laughs> Although I never started Knob Rock. I didn't say that I had. I'm writing but that I'm just down. Saying, um, I have been, I've actually been Portnoyed here. And um, <laughs> listeners... That's do a go. What you, will with you know that. what? In 2011, that's going to. We're going to do a monthly Portnoid. And I, yes. yeah, who's in Just, and but I, well, I think at the end of you're this probably, year, Joey was Portnoid. Yeah, Joey a couple of times. <laughs> at the end of this year, you'll find that I will make it to the list of epic fails <laughs> because I have now been epically failed I'm out of sure my own you list. Will. Yeah. So, I'm all getting you prepared for next this year, <laughs> yeah. next year, whatever. Go on, girls. Tell us what your amazing <coughs> taste in music I was. I want to do Lily. Oh, we're going to do... do worst or best first. Let's go with worst because okay. then we can end on a positive note. On a good note. note. Yeah. Mm. Um, worst top two albums. Well, there's not really a lot to say about them. Oh, look, I'm going to start. Yeah. I bought this album. <laughs> it's already epic fail number one, right? <laughs> epic well, fail. Lily's been portnoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I reluctantly bought it, just, you know, hopeful that I might have a laugh. I don't, I couldn't, I I couldn't get through it, so I burnt it. And I, I, just letting you know, people, I don't, I'm not into pirating, but I, I burnt it so Anne could do the you album review. You well, didn't like put that a tape. down in yeah. like, I thought that. Do you I know what? She did I didn't have a ritualistic yeah, burning. Yeah, like, <laughs> Damn you. Well, so I actually did. So I gave Anne a copy Anne to remains in one of my handbags. She hasn't listened to it. <laughs> I have listened to it. And it is the biggest pile of shit <laughs> um, I've ever heard. I, I, and I will say, I do have some, like, four of their songs from the 80s, which I do enjoy listening to. I sing along. I know there's give solos. Them a hint. Give us one of them. Give us a hint. The name? What do you want me to sing it? No, the song. Sing it, Just please. name the song. All right, see if you can guess, people. Wanted Man. Because I am a wanted man. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. I'll give you another one. Another one? Round and Round. Five. Out on the street, that's where we'll meet. Yeah. yeah. Another. <laughs> right. That's it. Hit the highs there. And there's a couple of others which I have. But you get the gist. Lay it down. This opening guitar bit, I love that. Yeah. It's good. Um, and so basically, anyway, well, you've given it away I've now. I've given it away. Rat. R-A-T-T. Their latest album sucks. Don't buy it. <laughs> so is it rat shit? <laughs> it's rat shit. Mm. Rat shit. It was a poor choice of name, really, wasn't it? Mm. When they were coming up with a thought, mm, what could you put with rat that would make us sound really bad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, rat and shit. Put them together and there you have it. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, when you you're naming your children, you go, I won't call her... 
If your surname is uh, Bong, you don't call your kid Bing. Yeah, or Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't call him Bucket because that would be yeah. awkward. Bucket, bucket Bong. That, these are children, Bucket and Bing. <laughs> <laughs> so you think that rat, when they come up with the name, like, rat, double T. Oh, I love oh, it, I love it. Love that. Double and T. And we'll do it in just, chrome. Yeah. And it would glisten every second letter. Mm. So it would glisten twice. But then someone came graffiti and put rat shit. <laughs> the thing I about it is happened you... a lot over the last 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And you could probably listen to this album if there weren't any vocal tracks. That's <laughs> It's Stephen Pearcey's voice is what is ludicrous. It, it's, it's like, it's not, a, it's worse than fingernails down a blackboard. It is, it's, you can't listen to it. At what point did you know when you were listening to this album? Listen- at what point did you say to yourself, this is going to be absolute rat shit? As I was pressing download on yes, iTunes. Yes, I want to download this on <laughs> iTunes. Did you, were you a bit embarrassed that you actually chose I can't believe that? you actually yeah. spent money on it. I was embarrassed. five minutes of your life waiting for Do you know what I'm still embarrassed about is that it's still on my iTunes. Mm. That says a lot about you, Lily. I know. Anyway, that's first worst one. Well, the other one, I think we might just go with that one because the other one none of us have actually listened to. We chose it purely based on album cover. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, but, that's a, that, but that's a good way to say something shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, so what album cover was it? It was Vince Neil's, what is it? <laughs> I don't know the name of the album. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even researched you've, it you've to put it the album name on here. <laughs> You've just put Vince Neil's. <laughs> it's just Vince Neil's album with shit. <laughs> Did he use it? I hope he didn't use his publicity shots from the from the ice. I don't even, I can't even. I know that tattoo is in the word. Maybe he was doing the ice thing to sell off his to sell his album. Mm. Genius, that. No, yeah, it is. They both and go in book. the same genre, though, don't you think? Ice Dancing with the stars. And, and yeah. <laughs> so we can move on from that one. Easy, done. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that. That's ingrained food <laughs> in my mind. All right, look, we're going to go two one, two one, two one. Tell me about your number two, Lil. Um, you know, a few days ago, I would have had this the other way around, but because of our recent, it's this way. Yeah. Um, so number two for me, I fucking love this album is Diamond Eyes by Deftones. And I bought this album... For on Anne, a whim. For Anne to review. I kept it was it kept coming up, you know, new release, new release and we haven't um we haven't been out <coughs> long enough for labels to send to us albums. Yeah, We're hoping so we that's another plus. So for if any labels are listening yeah. and you want us to review, just send them our way. We're not as angry. I'll give you I'll read out Lily's email address after <laughs> <laughs> So yes, I've bought this album off off uh, iTunes and um and I thought, oh, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I'll give it to Anne to do to a review. It. And she'll tell me whether I like it. I love that. And Anne, Anne like knows filter. what I like. She's the researcher she is, for your musical taste. Yeah. It no, not the researcher. Genius. I buy stuff or, or she buys it and she goes, here, Lil, you'll like this. But she's and I, she always do, don't you? Yeah. And I always do. And what about one day do you say? Well, I haven't given her... Um, you didn't give her I haven't rat. given her Soilworks album because I know that that's just not her bag. Mm. Mm. So you so, know her taste and then pass it on. Yeah. So Deftones, 
And said, Lil, you are going to love this album. You, it's like, I said, it's like smashing it. pumpkins in the 21st century. Just, you and have better. to play it. And That's I, a pretty big rap. She gave me two, she recommended two songs off it to start with. That sex was tape uh, Sex Tape and, and nine, six, Eagle 976. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah. And I was like, damn, these are good. I like it. And then, oh, I love the Butcher one. Rolled on the next the song. The Control. Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes. All hits. Every song. Rocket this, Skates. Rocket Oh, I love Rocket Skates. Yeah. This is one of my all-time favourite albums, I have to say. Uh, do you want to do two or my? Or I do I'll one. do my two. Okay. Um, mine is um, Soil Works, Panic Broadcast. I... Uh, have taken a different route to Lily. I love the Deftones, uh, but we just didn't want to say the same album, you mm. know. So another one, another favourite of mine is is the Panic Broadcast. Soilwork are Swedish, and I've got a bit of a horn for infatuation I'm for sure. this Northern European um, music. You know, mm. um, <clears throat> there are bands that come out of Sweden and Norway, not so much Finland, too goth stuff going I'm not into goths um, not the fans or the bands you know probably less in clothes or the clothes it's an all encompassing or the vibe you yeah. know it's such a it's, bummer yeah it is it is a bummer I think even Robert Smith said oh fuck this <laughs> and now he's doing dance yeah exactly that's how ungothy is now exactly so um, Sweden and uh, Sweden and Norway uh, I don't listen to black metal. I get it. Sorry, I'm not saying that Soil Work of Black Metal before, you know, all the elitists jump in and think I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, just with Norway. I mean, everyone associates Norway with the, you know, whole satanic black metal thing. I'm not... I get it. I don't listen to it. That's just my thing. I do love a lot of their side projects, like Audrey Horn, um, Sarg. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that properly. But, but there is... I think there's a lot to offer... Uh, in such a small country, in such a small section of the world. Soil work aren't Norwegian, they're Swedish. Mm-hmm. Um, and since I first discovered them maybe five years ago or less, um, I've gone back over the back catalogue and this band just keep getting better and better. And, and by that I mean skills. These guys have skills that are utterly amazing, especially their drummers and guitarists. Drummer, sorry, and guitarists. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, 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 there's nothing to say here from you guys because you don't listen to it. Dwayne mm. would probably feel me, but... Um, panic- yeah, you, feel, you do feel soil you work, feel- Dwayne? Yeah. Panic Broadcast is my number two for 2010. Mm-hmm. So, my number one? Yeah. Number ones, um, this was a late bloomer because it came out. Well, it came out in August. Mm. Um, I not, look, I am in love with this band. You have been for a really long time. Well, since... Uh, since 19, short bass? End of nine, yeah. 1996, around Yeah, but the love really developed in, in beginning of 2000. Yeah. Um, title of record. Title of record. I love every album. I love every song of all the albums. Um, this, it's filter. Everyone, filter. Trouble with angels. Trouble Usually, with good idea to say the name of the album since they have about five out. 
since none. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I mean, I was talking maybe. about the band who I was actually saying I love the band. Yeah, I love the band. It's Filter, and this album that came out this year in 2010 was Trouble with Angels. Um, I don't know what to say. I, I, I can I tell? Can I, I tell you what I think? What I think that just to help you along, um, Richard Patrick. He is. I love this guy's passion. Mm. I love his, his voice. voice. I love I his love, lyrics. I love his chord progressions. Yes. I love his production. Mm-hmm. I love his anger. Mm. And, and I love his screams. And I think that um, Filter are. It, I don't think it matters. You know the whole. I don't I, see. I don't follow band politics except for when they're hilarious, like Anthrax and Guns N' Roses. Um, but generally, I don't care about who is playing in Filter as long as Richie's playing. Yeah, but and Richie's playing and writing. That's and I think that I just yeah. I, I have to agree with Lil that the trouble with Angels is. Is as every album of theirs is brilliant, mm. every single one, yeah. and a filter fan knows exactly what I mean by that. They're mm-hmm. just Richie doesn't bow to anybody; he just writes from his heart, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely love, love it. Love Richie. Love filter. Love the number album. one. That's, That's my. That's why it's your number one, really. Trouble with angels. Sorry, I, t- I just totally like railroaded you then, didn't I? Oh, it's fine. It actually- oh, 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 the only thing I was going to say was probably, probably my favourite song of that album is um, "I Leave I Leave Flowers Around." I've got to go. I'm going to go with um, "No Love." Oh yeah, I forgot about "No Love." <laughs> <laughs> it's great when you can forget about something, and it's equally as good as the one that you remembered. Yeah, so I you've got that. like a that's yeah yeah. It's like the kid that you didn't realise was still there. The other thing, the car. other thing that I would actually suggest to Lily too is that <laughs> I keep the flowers around comes off, off of anthems uh, of the uh, damned. Uh, damned, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what I do? It's really bad. What I do is in my car, I've got my iPod and I just do. I click on filter all albums and it just and it lists them in alphabetical order. So I kind of forget. Kind of which is off which album sometimes. <laughs> and I love them all. And, it's, and, and she doesn't research. So there's just a... Uh, Richie yeah. doesn't care. I don't uh, think Richie I, cares. I don't think he care. If, I think he would kind of find... He would find it endearing, endearingly. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you've got, if someone, if a band in its whole back catalogue is on someone's iPod and it plays repeatedly in their car, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying it just plays, but that would be the best thing that you could ever hear as a musician or anything like that. that Can I that, just say, I've that had... no matter what year it's from, that, mm, that you're, you're listening, listening to it all. I have, it, I've had... When you get into the future. My filter playlist going in my car for the last couple of weeks... And I, and I love it. You don't get sick I, of it, do you? No. What, okay. If I could have one album, if I could only have one band. On a desert yeah. island. Desert island or here. Or if on we a all desert could island. only all listen to one album each, one band one each. One band. That would filter. be it. What album? I, I, I know mine, I title of record. I think I'd have to go with title of record. Yeah. I think she'd just have the whole playlist. With the Jurassic Hole 
uh, bonus track and yeah. the uh, Trip Like I Do remix. Yep. Yeah. So the you know limited edition. Mm. What was the fe- <laughs> What was the first feeling you remember hearing a field like the very first thing you remember on a field of song? The, the reaction first song. You had, I, well, the first the song I heard. You had, the, the, the you know. What? Well, the first song I heard was Take a Picture, and I thought, Jeez, this is no, it's not, isn't it? No, oh, no it's not. It's um, Hey Man, Man nice I Shot. shot. Such a good song, straight away. And I, and that song encapsulates Richie's anger. Mm. Like that dude, he is like he is wired. He his what is it, Lil? His G like string is tuned of, to A. They kind that of guy. start off a bit, kind of just, just low, kind of bubbling. But even when his vocal tracks come in on any album, it's unsettling. That guy, that's yeah, he. And Put you off a little bit. It kind of startles you or something? Well, you know his brother is um, Robert Robert Patrick. For, he's Terminator mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. He's yep. the Mercury Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, imagine the Mercury stare, the oh, stare yeah. at Mercury Man in, in a voice. In a voice. Oh, yes. that would be very right? unsettling. That's yeah. Richie. Richie. See? Nice one, Lil. I nice love one. that analogy. I'm going to go run out and buy it. Well, Leave I won't it buy there. It. Let's face it, I won't buy it. I'll just steal your playlist. <laughs> That's the way it works. My favourite album of the year is it's an unusual one for me, but I like it. I like it a lot. It is Abrahadabra. Sing it with me. <clears throat> Abrahadabra. Uh, <laughs> you almost have to be in the know to pronounce that, don't you? You really can have I to say who it's them. by? You have to say the, do it with the accent. Demu Borgir. I can't do it. I don't know. I get it right and wrong all the time. Demu Borgir. Just mix it up. Demu Borgir. Demu Borgir. Or uh, lots of other people like to call them Demon Burger. Um, their album, Abrahadabra, or Abrahadabra, is my favourite album of the year. And I don't care about the genre problem that this band has, but it comes from fans. It doesn't come from... uh, It comes from metal elitists, you know, those dickheads who have some kind of formula that you have to abide by in order to produce um, credible-to-the-fans work. Um, And as one of their... uh, One of their band members has said, what is wrong with selling albums? Put that question put that to you. Question That's a good there. question. What's wrong I think with yeah, it? She said, "What is fucking wrong with selling albums or Even selling better. fucking albums?" Mm. Yeah. But this album is. Um, it took ages to make. I always like that an album takes ages to make, but doesn't go into the thirteenth year. Well, I was going to say because yeah. you got to juxtapose yeah. that yeah. against the actual. Um, I like the. There's. There was a gen- there was a very classical approach to their writing of this album. Very old school. They used like a choir, a full orchestra, and but this time, apart. Well, I guess um, it's not their first time they've used you know orchestral arrangements and things like that. But it is the first time that they've produced it in a way that makes it sound unbelievable. This album is bombastically enormous you know it is it is beautiful it's dark there's every kind of guitar style guitar style guitar yeah not guitar used 
the it's like a um it's sort of i think every band has to have like that that well every you know band that sort of gets places they have a band they have an album you know metallica had the black album the breakout yeah. album yeah Molly yeah, Crew had Doctor Feel Good. Or was um, it Girls, Girls, Girls? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Guns N' Roses had their first album, Appetite for Destruction. There was another one. Um, Warren had Cherry Pie. <laughs> well, that was a song. <laughs> <laughs> was that an album or a song? Oh, it was just, just a, song. a song. Was that a uh, single? Yeah. Slayer, Rain in Blood. Rain in Blood. Yeah. Ozzy. Um, oh. The Dine, come on, Diary Aussie. of a Madman. Oh, Madman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boss. yeah. Uh, this Dimmu Borges is, is abracadabra. It's just, it's like, it is, you sit there and you listen to it and you just go, oh my God, how did they do this? Like, how did they keep this pristine, beautiful arrangement in with this, you know, with this fucked up distortion and it's just amazing. I'm really, really impressed. It's like Nine Inch Nails, The Fragile. Yeah. yeah. It's very... It up- might not be critic. These, like, I think that bands will release, you know, when they release something really notable, it doesn't have to be critically amazing. It doesn't have to sell... 10 million copies and all go to number one. It just has to be amazing. And, and this album is amazing i'm so impressed and i've gone back and listened to their earlier stuff Mm. and there isn't there just isn't what is in this you know so yeah well done well done guys lit (laughs) norsk she's been learning yeah i know know that means little norwegian except I mean, I meant to Why say... Why was that relevant to what we were not, talking about? It's not, but that's all I but know. But you know, if a band pushes you to learn a new language, like, and as aptly, she's like, you know, I couldn't tell the difference between her and a Norwegian person speaking then. No, I, I couldn't. Really I thought she'd all of a sudden become possessed. Yeah, signalled, she channelled, mm. for want of a better word, mm-hmm. a Norwegian person, which mm. is great. But I've actually listened to some of the... Anne's made me... You know, privy to some of this, and yeah, I was forced it on me too. And, but I was amazed because easy, easy. <laughs> she, Jen, I, I, she, I, I can, I, I truly appreciate the brilliance. Yeah. It's just, it's rich, varied. Mm, vo- you know, layers. There's lo- there's I would say there's a lot of layers. layers. Yeah, and and you've got to appreciate someone that I think their layers like far built. exceed like a double quarter pounder with cheese like this lay their layers are just going on and on and on double quarter pounder and cheese and added an ingredient that you'd never put avocado or something they they would have added goat's curd or something you know out of the stratosphere and amazing isn't it yeah why didn't they see i reckon that this album is being listened to by people who don't even listen to like norwegian symphonic metal or any symphonic metal i think well i don't listen to anything let's face it he listens to like well, Belinda Carlisle. Like, oh, look, come on. I, 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 look, it you did leave it to I the did. last. You left it to yeah. the last. You oh, did have a go. I, I, th- I thought you'd pulled out because you, you didn't see your, your name and your albums My, on uh, here. Yeah. I thought I was actually not part of, the, part of this. So have you got part. your two? Yeah, uh, mine are... Number two first. Uh, well, number two is definitely Deftones. 
Never heard it, but I definitely <laughs> like oh, so you're it. From choosing what, well, from what you've from said. From the four. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, hang on. You can choose from the six. There's no. Anne, two, well, I do, and then Rat. Rat. And Vince Neil. <laughs> but because I've heard some of the Abrahadabra, I actually think, well, I've only heard a tiny bit of it, but I think that I would love what they've done because I've, mm. seen, I've seen it. Visually, mm. it's, you know, like an epic. It's like watching Lord of the Rings mm. and yeah. listening to that kind yeah. of... You know, there's just angst and there's beauty and there's disgustingness and there's this amazing layer. And it's like a, a, a rich, varied life, really, in music. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and if just... you can get that, if someone like me can get that... Mm, I think that they're on, on a, their way, yeah. yeah. Well, and not only that, this could be just their one album where they kind of all string it together and they go on site. But you could see that they're an experimental band and they could use their talent in any way because when they bought it all together... And they might it's incredible, not, yeah. They just would have said, let's just do something that, you know... Let's take everything let's and turn it. it up to 11. Then let's just do it. And then that, no pretense, no bullshit, no record companies, nothing. It was just them saying, let's go out on a limb and do something that, that's amazing, yeah. 11. And then after this, we don't have to ever... Ever, well, that's ever. conjecture from then on, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, people will say they can judge us from this, but we'll do what the fuck we want. Exactly, that, yeah, you know? and that's yeah. what I might. And, and that's, that, that is that is that speaks volumes. Maybe not so much of soil work because I, I don't know enough about them, but with filter and and you know Richie and and Dimmu Borgir, that they are like filter and 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 Dimmu are two bands that. They're not. Um, they're not. Yes they're not, men. They're not yes men. And they're untouched and they by their deserve own credibility for following. that alone. Yeah. You know, don't you think that they're unknobbedified? They haven't got to that point where they have to. Well, they're not. They're not being buffoons yet. Well, they're mm. not. They're not. People are saying, "Well, that's what you were like." And then you have to do the same. But in you know five years, they're not at that point. They're like, "Well, fuck you. I'll just do what we can do." Yeah. Mm. And if you like it, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't, we had a really good time. If not, yeah. it's freaking amazing, much. and yeah. someone would. And Get the hell out of here! You, <laughs> Thanks didn't, you show me, didn't you show me on YouTube the symphony, the symphonic orchestra that was playing just on its own? And it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, how can you not love? How can like, you not appreciate it? That's the thing I don't understand. Yeah. Even if I didn't like it, I can still go, yeah. "Wow!" Yeah, well, you that's, know, that's what I said. Yeah, it's like yeah. you did. I, I did, reckon so I'm repeating it. you. I called yeah. it. I reckoned this album like, and I hate to bring it back to fashion. This is all I know. Hawkature. Yeah, you look at it yeah, and yeah exactly. Definitely. It's fucking it is. amazing. Yeah. It is, and it's no secret. It. I'd never wear that stuff, mm. but how can you not sit there Appreciate and say that? Appreciate and genius. And coming genius. from the same it. part of the world. Yeah, and that's just, that. That's, it's the highest form of art, and I think mm. that that's what you've got to recognise, because yeah. art takes so many levels, and this, in this case, is mus- musical art, but their their whole approach to it is stunning, yeah. visually stunning, just like the landscape, I'd imagine... In Norway. That's what it reminds yeah. me of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually can oh hear the Oh, my God, landscape. if you get that, like, if you see that, like, they would, they talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard them say that, so don't think that I'm just jumping Somewhere, I'm sure they do. I mean, I don't band. know either, oh, that's but I'm, I'm, you know, speculating. <laughs> no, it's just, it's breathtaking. It's, it's amazing. So, yeah. We're going to wind this show up now. Thanks very much for listening, if you still are. Probably not. Damn understand bored. yet. But um, <clears throat> we've got the notable rock star Epic Fails for 2010, a.k.a. Knobs of the Year. Top three are... Uh, well, Ozzy Osbourne has come in at top at number three for crashing his Ferrari just oh, after. Look, uh, but we're not saying that in a mean... Like we, no, you know, I'll tell the story. Yeah. He, he only recently got his driver's licence and he is in his 
60s. So he recently got his driver's licence. First thing he did was went out and bought himself a brand new Ferrari. As you do. As you do, all of us. And um, first day out with his driver's licence and his brand new Ferrari, he crashes his car. Didn't he crash it into a police car? I can't remember if it was a police car. It's possible. It is possible. We're going to say it happened. I um, think that's a great bent to that story. And he's vowed to never drive again. Good for us. Sad. Good for the rest of the world. But don't you remember when he rode that dirt bike and nearly died? He almost cracked a couple of. He did something horrendous. And then we've got it, like, I mean, we'll, we'll keep this quick. We've got mm. Ad, Axl Rose at number two for obvious reason, oh, reasons. 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 <laughs> and um, Mike Portnoy at number one. Which one of these, you know, in our Golden Globe voice, which one of these comes in at 2010 Knob of the Year? And the winner of 2010 Knob of the Year. Knob of the Year goes to... Mike Portnoy for his amazing contribution to being a big knob. Yep. Well done, Mike. And for coining the phrase Portnoy. And we'll just leave it at that. Yep. Thanks, listeners. Thanks for listening. Abrahadabra. We'll be back. (laughs) 